fanciers. This keeps on coming with you guys on this another episode of um, the World Agenda interview with Keith London by Keith London Part Three. Um, I'm gonna start this off with some observations that are being made by so many people and some thoughts to myself as to my situations. So it says. Um, so Keith, with the BOPs being so deadly, how do you continue to make your family aronas move forward or even just maintain them? Okay. I just took some time to answer this question. But to be honest, I've learned to identify um, characteristics and phenotype and with this that current the coincide with proper rolling style and wing beat within my family of rollers. Um, I learned I learned to recognize what type presents itself to, to the to the better rollers or the more calm flyers. And I slick those birds with stay calm at all times, which is proper temperament, not in the cage. So I select these birds. I breed from these birds, I fly the babies off these birds, and then I select babies from those birds if they do not need them to do. So, after answering that, the next thing was, can you elaborate on that? We really, we really need to know what goes through your head when you see these birds, when you choose them, and why you choose them. What, what's your thoughts when you see these birds? Okay, let's put it like this. First of all, the expression and body type catches my eye first, right? So then I go on and proceed from there to handle the bird. What I did is I became a student of the hobby at, at a young age, trying to develop why some birds roll better than others, why some birds are more consistent. Some, why some birds just make it look so effortless. That's why I study these birds. And I've realized and found out that my studies have shown that it's a, it's a certain type of bird that makes it more effortless for the birds to be more apt to want to compete or want to roll and perform because it's easier. Don't take a whole lot of serious muscle for them to do it. Just got to have the roller propensity in them to do it and within safety so if things capture my eyes head shape has a lot to do with it along with the neck length and thickness or lack of uh, apple body length from the base of the body to the end of the tail how the bird holds their wings the handle the birds, the wing size, length, thickness, feathering. I mean, all this plays a part. So, it's so hard to explain what I actually see. It's just like, when I see it, my brain tells me it's right. Because I've studied a lot of good ones, a lot of bad ones. What I've noticed is a lot of people... If they don't fly their birds a lot, just mostly stock, 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 their birds will start conforming to like a show type. 
it gets to the point where the neck's bigger, but that's not the true rolling type. That's not it. They can have a, a, a bigger head, a full head. It can have that, but it's still got to be a, a balance. It can be a big neck, apple body, then the tail part is thin, short. I mean, it got to be balanced. This is really a topic that we should be more of a video type thing. I've seen several birds, several losses. Right now, it's the podcast right now. So, we get to the video part later. There are people who do who are good with video, and I've asked some help for, for you know, but they won't do it. I don't know why. Maybe it's because they feel that I will exceed what they're doing, or go past what they're doing. I don't know. But anyway, so I just can see it. I can see it. I, it's hard as hell to explain. Um. When I see it, I know I know what I expect. I can see it. Sometimes I can see a bird's body type and structure, and I can pretty much predict almost how it's gonna roll. If it if it has rolling propensity, how it's gonna roll, how it's gonna perform. I can see it. And some might say you can't see it, but no, you can't see it. I can see it. I can't see the rolling propensity of what's gonna what's going gonna push it through if I can see if it's if it has the, the propensity to roll how it's gonna roll I can see that part it just clicks it just my eyes recognize it and it sends a message to my brain and saying that's that's it that's close to it that should be a good one that's if everything else is, is, is equal such as that what the engine inside that drives it to roll within safety haven't really, haven't really learned to spot the roll down right off. But I can tell when birds gonna be a little erratic. You know what I'm saying? I can, I can pretty much tell that within my family. I can't speak for nobody's family. I'm only speaking within mine. But a good pigeon is a good pigeon, no matter whose family it's from. So, and I said, well, can you teach people that? I, said, I can't teach that. What, what I know, what I see, I. It, I can't teach it. It has to be learned, but I can't teach it because there's no one thing I can tell you that, that, so for somebody to get it. It's several things they got to learn to add them, put them together, and figure it out themselves. I can only give them the mindset where they be open to get to that point. That's all I'm trying to do. I'm not trying to tell them how to do it. I'm trying to give some ideas on how to start their own vision and how to breathe towards their vision and then the question was why can't other fans see it well the problem with them most fans is all they, what they see is they see names band numbers that's, the, that's what they see that's their problem First thing I want to know is who bred the bird. If the bird is doing everything it's supposed to do, has the right pro- proper type, everything is right, what difference do it make what family it is? But you got to understand this. They got to understand this. And you got to always remember to yourself is they are all Birmingham rollers. That's all you got to see it. See it as. Once you start seeing that, 
and you understand that that's the first step but most of them can't oh I got this person verse I got this person verse I got Birmingham Rollers that's what I have where most people see families and band numbers and names I see characteristics and traits that's what I see and that's that's what that's, that's what sets me apart from everybody else Oh, I got this. And they give their birds this name. Yeah, I gave a bird a name. But my bird is built off a family, off a bird, one pigeon. But it's not all that. It's other stuff involved in making this family what it is. You know what I'm saying? It's one bird, smoke. Then it was her mother. Then it was her half-brother. Then her other half-brother. All those birds make this family. It's not just her. Jerry Higgins birds in there, but the Norm birds in there. Uh, a little bit of the um, Norwood stuff by way of Navarro and um, Arnold Jackson, even one or two that, from Speed. I mean, some of that stuff was all in there, and it all served a purpose to get to, to be the end. Uh, to be the end. A means to an end, but there's no end. It's gonna keep, you gotta keep doing it, you gotta keep selecting, you gotta keep bringing the right birds, and you gotta start thinking about traits and traits and characteristics. That's what you gotta think more of instead of family and bloods and my bird comes from this person. So if your bird comes from a specific person and you brag on just that specific person, your birds can only be as good as that person if you don't do nothing else. Um, most dudes wait till there is a problem before they start correcting the problem. No, you gotta prepare for just in case. Take in mind, no, no attention like right, no attention like so. If you see a bird that possesses the traits you like, right, and and they're doing it in abundance and, they, and, they, and it's locked into that gene, that gene pool, that gene locked into that bird, why not bring that bird in just to solidify what you're trying to do yourself? I mean, I mean, just to make it more abundant but some people bring in birds like I hear dudes right now talking about bringing the birds that's not going to help them it's actually going to take them further from where they're trying to be and I don't, I don't understand it I, my first mind like why are you bringing that in how's that going to help you your problem is this so why are you bringing more birds that do that are strongly in the problem you have strong in the problem you have it it makes no sense to me if you flew your birds your birds don't work enough to give you what you need on a consistent basis, maybe you bring in birds that work better than yours, or admit that some birds work better than yours and bring some in. Some of you dudes want to admit that other birds are better than theirs in certain areas, so they can't get past it. <clears throat> you know, some people's birds are strong in one area, but don't, but they don't know how to get them past that and exceed that and go to another area. So, why can't other families see it? First of all, they got to start racing, racing names and band numbers and famous birds. They got to start racing that and just start seeing characteristics, characteristics and traits. That's what they should be looking for. Uh, I have my sight on some birds, and I was, this is what I see. This is what I do. I picture my birds, and I picture. What can this bird do to make them birds even better? So if I took this bird's strongest points and add to my bird's strongest points what they already have, 
but they only can get better. So that's what I do. Do I need to bring in anything right now? Right now I don't. But I know if I bring them in and start breeding them on the side and flying them, I'm, I'm, I'm just another that's another piece I can just put puzzle at any time I want to. I want need it. It's already there. It's already established. I don't even have to go for search. I already gonna take this bird, put it with this bird, and build this bird to make sure certain problems don't arise. Or if they do arise, it's already an answer for them already. <clears throat> and that's what dudes right now. Because I'm doing this podcast and it's live and it's on a social type thing, but that's why I don't drop a whole lot of names, especially if it's a point where somebody can be offended. Because I don't want the problem. So I don't tell them, but Black can almost fix everybody's, just about everybody's problem. If they would just listen, open up, and just listen, they would get better. But since they don't, they probably say, oh, he can't fix my problem. Yep, I know it. You can't fix your problem either. That's why you can't do what you want to do. So I'm looking. I don't see how side dudes can't see it. They can fly their birds a few times, and I can pretty much say, you know what? If they had this, like, I'm gonna bring up, I'm gonna say one name because I'm kind of dealt with this person before. Um, Choo Choo. I know for a fact, if he had he kept the birds he had, he got for me right now with the birds he had right now, he'd be better off. I know for a fact. He didn't say what he wanted to say. The birds was hard to deal with, but yet, everybody who got the birds, look, Yancey, strictly my birds, won his club a few years, and won the region, and came in high in the, in the, within the top five in the nation. Another one, Anthony Farmer, even though it's because of birds from me, or birds I bred, maybe, maybe, that he did what he did, but still, he came up in the top 10 also. These kids don't have birds. No big name to them. Just my name. Which is probably a big name to some. But some are in denial. But you can't deny the facts. The fact is that person did this. That person did that. And some people never even gotten close. Could they have done it without me? I don't know. I doubt it. Because they hadn't done it before me. But the thing is. What I'm trying to say is. Sometimes you gotta say, you know what, there might be something to it. Like, the reason why I haven't really gotten the English birds, because everybody who got them, I, I know they have them, they can't show me nothing, make me say, whoa. They can't show it to me. I'm sorry, they can't. So, that's, you know, float my boat right now. And that's honest, that's honestly the truth, and that's a fact. There are some people, birds, that I wouldn't bring in for traits and characteristics. But that's, that, that'll come soon. But dudes got to learn how to recognize traits and characteristics. That's really, really important. Really important. And then you got to learn the, um, the expression and phenotypical tra- um, structures that coincide with those traits. You start seeing what makes those traits to a point where they, where the birds can't resist or not resist, but 
where they become dominant, where those traits become dominant. How do you spot it? Why is it that every time I gave somebody a bird out the nest and say, here, take this, it's going to be a really good one. Why is it always a good one? At least 90% of the time. Or I say, you know what, you might want to keep that one. Put that one up. People say you shouldn't flush and do that, but trust me, I just proved some points to people about birds not being flown, that they gotta be flown to do this. That's not true. People always say because that's the only way they know how to pick a good pigeon. And I say, so how did how have that work for you lately? You a master flyer? No. You ever won in a region? No. Yeah, you won your club. Sometimes. Who's your competition? Oh, that explains it. But not saying you don't have no good birds, but just the way you try to say what you should do. I'm just trying to give you guys some pointers because had I did that and try to fly everything, I would not have the success that I've had, period. Because as of this year, perfect example, I had some of the, I had a higher percentage of really, really, really good ones that I'm no longer, I no longer have because the falcon ate them, Period. Yeah, yeah, they breed higher percentage, so I got more coming in that came in, but I'm just saying. There are a few hens I could have said, no, I could have put that one up. I could have put that one up. Or something I say, I know what, I'm going to fly one more season and then get taken. The two hens that I did, the three hens I did put up, they all flew last year and they started off this year. One I stocked at the beginning and two I stocked recently. In the last two weeks or whatever it may be. Really good hands. Cocks. None of the cocks that were the stock is there. None. Not one. But my better cocks to me have been picked from the ground. I don't pick them from the air. It don't, it don't work like that. My best ones have been picked from the ground. But going back to characteristics what are the characteristics I think I, I see? These are characteristics. Birds that like to roll, no matter what. I don't care high, low, long they safe. I need birds to commit. I need, I need them when it's time to go to give it to me. I don't need them playing around and give it up. I need birds to have a, a rolling style of 7, 1.7, or 1.6 or higher. If it's a 1.6, they gotta be extremely kit sensitive, safe, excellent kit. Everything else gotta be so high that it will overshadow the 1.6. I've never seen, well, I've seen very few 2.0 pigeons. And I've seen very few 2.0 pigeons as far as speed and quality that I would stock. This, don't get me wrong, I like them, but this is the thing. I've seen some, but they might have rolled four or five times in 20 minutes. That would be taking me a little bit back, even though I got birds I can put that bird on to increase that. But would it be 2.0 quality? So then you got the birds that 1.8. Now I've seen a few of those. 1.7, I've seen a few of those. That if most people saw a 1.7, they wouldn't know the difference between that and the 2.0. They wouldn't know the difference anyway. Some people think the birds that people they be seeing will be 2.0. That's why they get excited. If you're going to buy a kit that's doing 1. 1.7, 1. 1.6, 1. 1.5, you're getting excited about the bird is fast. And after you call fast, you, you have no idea what a 2.0 is. 
So the traits always roll. They don't have to really come in early. They can always roll. They gotta stay safe. They gotta be kid sensitive, highly quality. Gotta be 1.6 or higher. And they gotta kid perfect. Person like the roll. They like the roll. Just give it up. Just lock it in. Lock it in. And you got consistency in that pair. And they got siblings doing the same thing. Um, cousins doing the same thing. I mean, that trait is there. Um, and then you got sometimes, yes, some birds that are super, super fast. They can do it. I mean, 1.89, they can get it. Every now and then, I think I had two last year that was really good. Falcon got both. No, Cooper got one, Falcon got one. This year, I had two. But they were both from last year, and they both stopped right now. I had another one that's at least about a 1.7, but, but she came out after being locked up for five months and got in the kit and rolled like she never was locked up. After two weeks of flying, and the Falcon almost caught her, I said, nah, we're not going to lose it. We're not going to do that. We're not going to play that game. So I put her up. I didn't breathe off of her yet, but I put her up. And the black showed that she can really get it, too. I plan on putting her back in the kit. But the blue check in, she will not be going back to the kit. The only reason why black is going back to the kit because some of the birds I had this year that were really good were, her, were off her sisters. So I really don't have to have her in the kit. I mean, in the, I mean, in the loft. She don't need to be in there. So, just give you guys what I think when I see birds. I'm thinking, I'm, vision, I'm visualizing. Now, take that in mind with. Uh, a bird, I'm trying to bring some birdie from Kenny, a birdie from Kenny Billing, Kenny Billings, a hen. Now, from what I've seen, his birds, the quality of his birds, is kind of locked into a lot of them. Got another, and they and they will work. There's another avenue I can bring in to add that to them, them traits to the family without without me having to jam them up and all that kind of stuff. And then you have the um. The Rick Me birds also. The kid's sensitivity, I like in his birds. That's what, that's what I like from him. I like his sensitivity in his birds without getting the English birds. So, them two guys' birds, I'll plan on bringing up one of each down the line somewhere. And a guy in Kentucky, now I can ship that bird. I can, I can pay that dude to ship that bird to me. So he and I really want to try. She was like, Anywhere from 25 to 50 feet, and she rolled all the time. The kids sensitive, she stays safe. Yeah, just another another bird. I see traits. I don't see families. All that bird to bring that trait in, make strengthen the traits in my birds. That's all. So I got. So my vision is this: 20 birds. Minimum of three full terms, no more than six. Not being realistic, no more than six. That's that's a stretch. Full terms on the fly. I, I need them. I need them. Give me 15 plus breaks. Just like most birds, most kids give you five plus breaks. That's what I need. Like five bird breaks is common. Five to nine is common. I want my 15 bird breaks to be like that. Common, just like like most people, five to nine bird breaks. So that's my vision right there and everything I'm doing right now is going to take me towards that vision not away so all them birds that be fast but don't kid 
I can't have no, can't do nothing with them. I'm going to be fast. I want to do it every five minutes. I have nothing, I can't do nothing with them. So, and then all them birds that be deep, no safety, can't do nothing with them. Sorry. I can't, but there's people can take birds like that because they need depth. Some people they need speed, some people need frequency. Our birds are too frequent when they going before the bird set or going after the bird set, they just been throwing off the whole chemistry of the kit. I can't use them either. But people need that because their birds are not frequent, so they got to add the frequency in there somewhere. So I don't need it. That, that stuff. Um, so. That's pretty much my vision right there. That's pretty much all I have to say today. I'm not going to stretch this one out for no hour. 25 minutes, 26 minutes would be good. So with that being said, I'm going to end this segment. And if you were Keith Lennon, by Keith Lennon, part three. With my, you know, my same words I say every day. Select, breed, fly, select again. Keith Lennon, world agenda, out. Thank you.